What's up, Joe? Hey, just living the dream. How about you? Uh, happy not to be uh, holding any Luna Terra Luna UST ecosystem today. Pretty pleased with that. I'll just adjust in this because I moved everything around today. <laughs> Tidy up. There you go. Uh, yeah, so we got a bit of a clusterfuck happening in crypto land. Oh, yeah. Uh, with one project uh, single-handedly driving uh, uh, the rest of the market down. Um, Luna unloading... Um, uh, uh, players in the space unloading ETH for UST to try to uh, get it back to peg. Um, but I'm hoping to have a really good guest on tomorrow to go for this, a more in-depth review for us. But uh, I am, uh, uh, it was just kind of crazy watching the whole thing unfold yesterday. Yeah. yeah apologies. I got some background noise today. If you want to know if you can hear it, but it was an emergency air conditioner repair after the heat wave of the formula one weekend so it's not horrible so keep going okay no, i mean um, go ahead no i was gonna say yeah look um you know obviously nasty stuff in the in the space right now i mean that that is just one of the things but look this is what i kind of want to not the luna uh ust issue but you know we want to see some uh you know we want to see this kind of wick down uh, I, I do anyhow. Um, look, we hit what 20 on Binance 29730. Um, what was that recently last night? Yeah. Um, I don't think that's the bottom myself, but this is what we need to see to clear out everything. So, you know, I don't I don't know what happens next, but obviously the Terra Luna thing, UST is is sort of related to that sell off, right, Brad? Yeah. It, well, look, I, I think a big part of driving this was. Um, unloading Bitcoin and unloading Ethereum to try to help it maintain its peg, all the reserves backing it. I saw a chart earlier today, and I've been trying to freaking find it. That supposedly is on the Terra website that shows the reserves and how much is left. And it looked like the Bitcoin reserves were completely out. Um, and one of the things that, you know, that we talk about here is, you know, and even Do Kwan published this i had somebody today in an engagement with me talk about the fact that i think they misinterpreted a tweet i made right there was um janet yellen was already using this today in a senate banking committee uh to criticize crypto right yeah. how dangerous it is how horrible etc cetera, etc cetera. and i retweeted it and said you know we've got to get our act together in terms of the projects that we put money into now you know, it's hard to overcome that because we all degen into shit that's paying 20% interest. Niblet says, yes, this is all Joe's fault. After he meets with the Pentavarate at F1, then suddenly claps. Yeah, totally Joe's fault. I'm going to go with that, man. Let's go with that. Let's go <laughs> I with love that. It, yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, so I tweeted and said, you know, this is this is where we're screwing up is we're we're all degenerating into 19 percent interest, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't. But, you know, generally I have in the past into things like Titan and iron um, and we all want those big, nice, juicy yields. But at the end of the day, we also have to start making choices that not only are about our own personal wealth, 
you could have gotten burned on this. A lot of people have, but also about um, the whole ecosystem, right? Because when we degen into something that's no better than what Iron Finance and Titan was, and, and actually probably worse in the way that it was set up and managed and the reserve system behind it because it wasn't collateralized, um, then when we put $18 billion worth of value into something, we, we run the risk of systematic collapse, right? And we saw that yesterday. We saw this run on the bank, uh, on the UST bank, um, decimate and harm every aspect of crypto. And the other thing it does is all of the projects that decided they were in on this, uh, the earnings that they could get from UST by being in that ecosystem, they all got their treasuries nicked or damaged severely. And so it just, it's this, it's this, you know, domino effect of we have to start thinking about the interactions between the protocols in this space. And the thing that, the thing that was frustrating, well, first of all, somebody replied and said, well, we have to have decentralized algo stable coins. I said, I 100% agree, but this isn't decentralized. And even Do Kwan <laughs> talked about this yesterday when he was trying to tweet and say that they were trying to save it. He retweeted this tweet. Here, let me show this. It, <laughs> he says, he retweeted a tweet from Jose Maria Mercado. Um it said, haters will criticize this for centralization, and they're right for now. LFG, which is the Luna Foundation, whatever, Group. made UST more ro robust, but also temporarily more centralized. Fully decentralized reserve mechanism described by at Jump. Jump is the our favorite venture capitalist. Oh, yes. group yeah, they're in everything. Steals good, domains right? from old men. Um, is being worked on by the Astroport Phi team as we speak. So, in other words, the council, Doe, voted to deploy 1.5 billion in capital and they had to they have had to manage this thing centralized it's a bunch of human beings trying to maintain the peg of this supposedly algorithmic stablecoin and it can't handle it. it it obviously was not designed to handle this kind of a run and kind of the blinded ego blinded philosophy of doquan and others in this space are the things that cause us harm because when people wrote up thoughtful criticisms of this protocol, right, and spent the time to do the numbers and do the analysis and say, last week, like even last week, there were articles being published saying this thing can collapse and probably will. He was like, you know, brushing them off and saying what idiots they were for not understanding what they built, right? Well, here we are. Here we are with this massive collapse that impacts the entire ecosystem and now is impacting us with Congress because too many people like to blindly follow egotistical founders. And, I, you know, I don't personally get it. But the thing is, to me, is trying to make an argument that this is a decentralized stablecoin is just ludicrous. I mean, it, it's just insane. So what was really interesting was the founder of of Avalanche, who is heavily in bed with UST. UST put in a shit ton of money over there, and Avalanche has been betting heavily on UST, does a thread trying to rationalize that UST, not only is UST going to be okay, but that 
UST should be the only algorithmic stablecoin, right? So this 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 is just an epic, epic thread. So yeah. yeah, total rage. He says, I've always said that algo stables are subject to destabilizing bank runs. Yeah, duh, no fucking shit. <laughs> Oh, well, let's give him since, a prize. Uh, since all of them, except Frax, has failed, the only mechanism that can defend against this is a strong active team that performs open market operations. So so the entire ecosystem, which he argues in a minute, the entire ecosystem of DeFi needs to be dependent on this token that requires human beings adept at trading and market algorithm algorithms to make sure that if people say, fuck you, this thing is dangerous and I'm bailing on it, that they need a group of humans to trade against it, to actually make it stable. This is the entire crux of his argument. Well, right? and not only that, but a small centralized team of humans. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and them. if they're sleeping yeah. like Danielle was, oh, sorry, you know, you're all fucked. The entire ecosystem is fucked. Right. So he says, we need a decentralized stable coin. Fiat backed stables are subject to legal seizure and capture. A decentralized economy needs a decentralized stable kind. One tweet in this thread I agree with <laughs> that yeah. cannot be frozen or confiscated. This is, this is my favorite. This is my absolute, this is the, the winner. There isn't room in the market for a dozen or half a dozen or even just two algorithmic stable coins. This is a market where the biggest one wins and all others lose. So what this idiot is saying, and I look, I gave this guy a second chance. I knew he was a lot like Doe, right? Because that's how his attitude has been in the past. He chilled out on it and he came back and he started being more reasonable in his public communications about Avalanche because I'm sure everyone that invested in Avalanche is like, dude, you're making us look bad. Right. But then he comes along and says something like this, like we're we need one algorithmic stablecoin to be the linchpin for the entire fucking DeFi ecosystem. This is the stupidest take I've seen in a long time in DeFi. The, and, and it's all based on his incentives. His incentives are tied to UST. Avalanche is now tied to UST. And frankly, I, I don't feel like I can trust Avalanche right now with this kind of perspective coming out from the founding leader of the protocol. I'm really nervous about it. I'm, I'm, I still love a lot of the projects on there. I think there's a lot of capabilities and power. I love the subnet stuff. I think there's a lot of possibilities, but to make a comment like this to me is just brain dead. Well, I mean, my read on, on, on that one is a judgment call of, you know, anointing the winner when the winner's going in the shitter. <laughs> that makes a big mistake. That's, that's the one dude. All right. That's a huge judgment call on my just basic intelligence level. Um, obviously, he's pumping it. Yeah. Second thing is that the more algorithmic stable coins, the better, because you want of them arbing against everybody else. So of if course. one goes bad, then the other ones come in and adjust per that bad performance. Yeah. So it's and not so the one. entire ecosystem isn't in one, right? Yeah. The dependencies don't crush the entire market when one fails like this one has. It's, it's insanity. Yeah. Th that he would tweak this is insanity to me. He said, if there's a decentralized stablecoin that succeeds, it'll be the one with the biggest value and the most battle-tested team. Let that sink in. It's not a game where Johnny Come Lately has a chance. Hope It's like, oh, nobody else can innovate because we have to have the biggest one win and then everyone should fuck off and not try. 
Hope you all can see why you should not touch copycat algo stables issued by purely technical teams. If the team's claim to fame is that they were once interns at Google, they are not going to make it. The team that has the best open market operators operations is the only one that can pull it off. Again, we have to depend on a, a an algo stablecoin not being algorithmic. For various regulatory reasons, there's no way a U.S. This is a dig directly at Frax because Sam Sam Kazmian yeah, is from that. the U.S. Yeah. There's no way a USB USA-based team can succeed at an algo stable. Pretty much only a Korean, Singaporean, or Swiss team has the right regulatory environment. All others are ticking time bombs. Well, only ticking time bombs if regulators can get their hands on shutting down the algorithm and the coin because it's centralized. If it's decentralized, it doesn't matter. They may arrest the founders, but it doesn't change the fact that a decentralized algorithmic stablecoin exists and it can't be shut down. Um the underlying chain has to huh? good point. The underlying chain has to offer high capacity and resilience under load. Duh. <laughs> I mean, like, like, what do we wait? Okay, rocket science here. Yeah. Right. Uh few chains have the right mempool fee and API infra to handle high loads. In other words, only Avalanche can have an algorithmic stable coin on it. We're the only ones that can handle it. Terra and Avalanche, that's it. You gotta have that. The space is incredibly resilient. We just read, weathered weathered a substantial bank run. What's the price of UST today? Is it at a dollar? 90 cents right now. 90 cents. So we're still 10% off the fucking peg. To yeah. Still billions of dollars sunk no into trying in to play. get it back. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Give me a break. Uh, I'm not... The, God, what Go, is it? Okay, I'm reading I'm out ahead of you. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not the least bit surprised by UST's resilience. Remember that every single stablecoin has at times depegged, including fully collateralized fiat-backed stablecoins. All of them that have a real team behind them have bounced back. The bounce back is a great arbitrage opportunity. The dynamic that gives rise to a bank run executes in reverse on the way back. More complex stablecoin designs seem unlikely to be more stable under a bank run. The simpler the mechanism, the easier it is to understand and implement. I can imagine many more complex designs. I can't imagine that any of them would achieve better stability. Every single sovereign currency had difficulty maintaining advertised pegs, blah, blah, blah. Before anyone says, hey, open market operations by a team doesn't seem decentralized, remember that the value proposition here is to create an asset whose backing store is decentralized and can't be confiscated or frozen. A capable team is absolutely essential for this. Again, he's saying that the store, the backing won't be centralized, but the team running and deciding how it stays pegged is. So but the person who controls all the capital. Yeah. yeah. Overall, the UST depegging played out exactly as we saw in past historical cases. I'm even more bearish on all copycats and bullish on UST once the dust settles down. Here's the problem. Nobody's going to trust this shit ever again. Nobody. I mean, except for the true believers, you know, or the people still have a billion and a half dollars in it. Nobody I, is going, going to trust this. What protocol well, so, would build on UST or Terra? You're insane. Yeah, it doesn't, at this point, I, I would think everybody's reassessing right now. It's in the middle of projects. When you have other options, when you have Frax, when you have potentially Bean, when you have... Um, USDC, the one I hate the most, you know, USDT, why? Why would anyone bet their career, their protocol, their vision, their idea, their dream on one that has failed so miserably? Yeah. 
Well, so the dynamics, remember when they started buying up the BTC to back it up, um, to collateralize it? That was pretty recent. That was in the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah, last month. Yeah. So <coughs> I'm wondering what they did with the BTC that they were holding on their balance sheet. If they put it somewhere for a loan to borrow against it. In well, some they capacity. did. They did loan to market makers yesterday at 1.5 billion. Okay. <coughs> to uh, get them to trade it up, right? Buy and it. and and try to pull it back up. But so they're based on my point is that they're probably 25 to 30% down on the BTC they bought the collateralized oh, yeah. And they're so they got in a they, situation where they had to dump it. Yeah, and they caused their own dump yeah. on their reserve assets. Yeah, that doesn't, you know, I wonder if I wish was, I could I, mean, find I don't know what chart. Any scenario sure. where it's better to just hold the reserves and let it bottom out and then come in strong and buy it probably would have been the thing to do. But I think reputationally, they were probably freaking out that, yeah. you know, that everyone was going to continue to bail on it, you know, and their own personal assets as well. Of course. I, exactly. I wish I could find those charts that shows the reserve assets. I just can't find them. I don't know yeah. where, where they keep it. So, you know, it's like bad take after bad take. Now, Doe, where's Doe? Where's Doe? I had Doe. Uh, oh, here Doe, it is. This is Doe's. A, deer, a female deer. Here's Doe's. Ray, a drop of golden sun. Here's Doe's wall. Here's the last tweet from Doe. Close to announcing a recovery plan for UST. Hang tight. Good for you. It's, it's so exciting that we're all dependent on a stable algorithmic stable coin that now needs a recovery plan well the best part is if you come in now you can you know swing for the fences and your returns are capped at about 11 percent. right <laughs> so it's like so it's like go to zero make 11 percent. Hmm. right i might be looking somewhere else at that point like phantom and define and sift chain and groups like that you know i'd rather like you know Matic. i'd rather invest in usdb the uh, phantom's new stable coin than this thing. Um, I love this tweet from 21 hours ago, deploying more capital. Steady, <laughs> steady lads. lads. <laughs> Sounds like he's, you know, a 14 year old British prep school kid looking at his tattler magazine. Yeah. But thinks he's the pirates captain. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I'm just, I, I just, that's just, it's, I mean, I'm sorry for people losing the money, but, I am too. You know, I mean, this is one where I think I got into Luna when it was like at a dollar and I wrote it up to like seven and sold it, then bought back in at maybe four ish and sold it at 12. And, you know, I was kind of kicking myself when I watched how high it went. But, you know, again, anybody that rode to the peaks of this, I sure as heck hope you sold some. Yeah. Uh, we may have tomorrow the legendary Fubar, who's done a great piece on Ooh. exactly how this occurred. Uh, he's tentatively agreed to appear tomorrow's show. Did this great article comparing uh, it to Iron Finance's Titan bank run, uh, which, by the way, was 75% collateralized. And up until the Bitcoin buys, uh, UST was 0% collateralized. So um, anyway... Um, this is a really good piece. I'd love to, I'm hoping we can get him on tomorrow to, to talk through it all. But what I find amazing is the fact that these guys continue at, at, at some point, 
the venture capitalists continuing to pile money in this, what, when do they pull the plug, Joe? I mean, when do they say, wait a minute, how much fucking more do we have to, I mean, look at jump 650 million. Now it's rumored. They're going to put one to 2 billion in to sustain this fucking thing. How, 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 why is the, and why is this any better than USDC except it doesn't have a back door, right? When does you a know, VC I mean, say, fuck this, I'm out? You know, I think people sometimes, you know, I mean, all the rage right now, of course, is infrastructure, particularly DeFi infrastructure. And a lot of people, like when you look at every little DeFi 101 primer out there on the internet, you know, it's a component of DeFi, they say stable coins. So I yeah. think that what's happening is a lot of people that can't tell, aren't willing to make the guess or the bet on which protocols might win think okay we're gonna get DeFi exposure but we're in stable coins right i mean you know we'll get yield and this and that i think they just sort of forget that stuff like this can happen like when i look at this terra luna fiasco you know there's people out there as soon as they started buying bitcoin in those big tranches we're like there's our exit liquidity right there right you know so you know they're like okay, let's play the game and, you know, dump it. And so then arbitragers quit and there's no support. So to me, I think it puts a target on you. I mean, I kind of like the, my own sense is I like the uncollateralized <laughs> algorithmic stable coins myself. Me too. Because it's, you know, it takes away that incentive. Yep. Uh, and at the same time, most currency, fiat currency is, I mean, you can make the extent, the argument that, say it's collateralized by the overall you know, GDP of, a, of a, the sovereign state's economy or the economic size of that, you could argue that because if you're going to back it with the full faith and credit of the government, then technically that is the collateral base. But, but there is no like real physical collateral. Right. I mean, there's not, I mean, what did we say the other day that M1 was like $21 trillion or something like that? Right. You know, there's not $21 trillion of gold sitting in Fort Knox. <laughs> I mean, if there's only tw $10 trillion in gold in the entire planet, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure that math out. And since we don't officially back it anymore. Yeah. There's nothing. It is what, it is what people think it is. You know, it is what, you know, you go up to someone, everybody knows that's a dollar. Yeah. And a dollar can buy a dollar's worth of things. There's no issues. So to me, I think a stable coin has to get to that level. Um, but I don't think it's the main driving coin of the ecosystem. I think that it has to somehow then get pegged, you know, like if I'm doing algorithmic, I'm not just looking at algorithmic ones, I'm pegging to stables as well. Right. Um, some form algorithmic formula, whatever that is, I have no idea of how to weight it or, in, or what the weighting should be. Um, but I'd be looking at those too, the ones that are backed by, you know, like USDC. I mean, jury's still out on USDT in my mind, but seems like that story has kind of settled down a bit from last year. Yeah, I think I mean, so. I think they're mind. doing more and more to disclose. They're doing more and more to reduce their dependence on leverage and, 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 and have actual cash on hand. But again, you know. Yeah. But the point it's, is. It's centralized. Like, it's a backdoor, just like USDC. I mean, they're basically the same thing. Yeah. So, but, you know, you got to have the one algor the algorithmic, sort of algorithmic ones too, because it's just another diversification play. Yep. Exactly. You know, if you want a basket of assets that's just, you know, like, I mean, a perfect example is the S&P index right now. You know, I mean, still, we're going to take some some hits, I think, little bits in the next year. Of course, there's going to be trade offs. People rebalance every time the Fed hikes or, you know, readjust the models. But, you know, 30 years from now, you know, it's going to have outperformed everything else because yep. dollars getting stronger. 
what happens when that happens? Everybody around the world starts sending dollar or sending their currency into U.S. dollar denominated assets. Yep. And, you know, they're like, well, hell, it's going to be the last one standing if everything else falls apart. So you have to sort of somehow, you know, peg to those and, you know, and then have the additional kind of decentralized one laying on top. I mean, I don't know how to do it. I'm just yeah. thinking out loud as we're talking. But um, to me, that makes the most um, sense. Otherwise, they're always going to be juicy targets. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I, 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 I don't trust Do Kwan to be the Fed. Yeah. <laughs> we already have a Fed. We already have a bunch of people manually manipulating prices and inflation. We don't need another one. What, what, that's not what DeFi is about, right? DeFi mm -hmm. is supposed to be about code and permissionlessness and, you know, adoption. freedom. And this is just uh, that they're all out there making this argument to me is just, uh, it's just insane. Absolutely. Well, insane. you know, it's every DeFi to me is everything that enables, you know, decentralized peer to peer financial transactions. Yep. You know, lending, borrowing, investing, whatever, all of those things, anything to do with finance, taking out middlemen so that, you know, you get the best deal and the highest velocity of capital. Doesn't mean the banks can't play in it eventually, but I don't think that they, they're playing in it now in the no. way that corrupts the system or, or gets control of, say, choke points or bottlenecks. So to me, I think the faster we get a full pure you know, uncollateralized algorithmic stablecoin out there and, and DeFi to the masses, you know, that's what creates the thing I think we're all looking for. Yep. Obviously, institutional guys, big heavy hitters will still go to banks and, you know, banks will still have institutional trading desks and, you know, wealth management people that do DeFi for clients that don't want to know it. And I, I think that's fine too. But I think the underlying system has to be so decentralized, like, you know, in, in, in a way like, you know, I hate to throw a bone to these guys, but in the way that BTC is built. Yeah, you know, sure, of so course. That it's self-healing, self-propagating, self-everything. And then everybody trades around it. No, so, look, I totally agree. Look, the know. goal of all of these protocols has to be decentralization. It has to be. So we're not there yeah. yet. Um, no. You know, Ethereum's the closest in, in terms of getting to BTC state. And, and there's still centralized components of, of Bitcoin that my... Uh, my, my my buddy XPT is uh, pointed well, out to you. Well, no, that I've pointed out to him that we we debate back and forth. We debate. Yeah, I love uh, I love his his style. You know, yeah. he doesn't. You know, so so, he's so many dialogues are toxic. Yeah, he's respectful. He is not toxic at all. No. Um, and as I far as Janet Yellen and this stuff, you know, I mean, we know stable coins are at the top of the list for the Treasury right now, of course, um, because that's where the dollar bumps up against yep. things is that these stable coins and so they watch so anything like i don't know what she's saying in that feed i'm looking at on your twitter your twitter screen but you know i'm sure it's about you know this is the kind of stuff that can happen because you know you don't see the dollar devalue what is it 60 percent in a day right just um knock on wood <laughs> but you got to have a trade somebody on the other side to make that trade too so exactly to me that's why it doesn't happen there's so it is even though it's centralized there's so many users, it's it's decentralized in a way yep. in that nobody can really corner it and, and move it too far, too fast. And that's called stability. Yep. People with all the money don't want the money to disappear. You know, Finance 101 is about not losing money. It's not about making money. So, you know, anybody with it, they're happy with the 2 3%. It's the people that don't have it that, you know, want to hit big wins like, like us. Yep. So, 
you know, but you got to be sensible. It can't be like gambling. So I think we're going to find that compromise somehow come together here in ways that we're not seeing yet. When yeah, but totally when you see agree. shit like this, yes, it creates the whole. What's the fear and fud index today? Like seven. Oh, fear and greed. Let me go back <laughs> after to this. It was eleven yesterday, right? Let's go back to drops. Yeah, it was eleven yesterday. I wonder what it is. Ten. Ten. All right, here we go. <laughs> So but this know, is I mean, interesting. Look at this. Bitcoin longs. This was flipped yesterday. Today, uh, total Bitcoin longs 55.02%. Shorts 44.98%. Joe, I can't hear you. You're muted. Sorry, I got a, something going on back there noise-wise. But um, yeah, I'd love to see uh, what those liquidity stacks look like down in like 21, 25,000. Right. You know, how much is sitting on twenty eight thousand? Um, you might be. Can you see that in fire charts? Uh, not at the moment. Okay, let me see if I can get Kingfisher if they got a chart up. Let me see. Of course, you know I got to catch up with my thirteen hundred and thirty six messages there, <laughs> which is usually me clicking to the last message and saying <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, here's open price by strike. 24th of June, 22. Max Payne is at 44,000. So I guess this must be the yeah CME stuff. Um, intrinsic value. Lots of shorts at 60,000. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot of buying down on 25,000. Looks like 20,000. And there's a decent pile up at like in the 30 31 range so you know that tells me that you know look it looks like the cap is set at 60 but i don't see how it gets through twenty five thousand if there's a big wick down right um, i think a lot of that steam's already been taken out so well, now we're in that so. area where you know maybe we could start rallying up a little bit i mean i don't think this would be the big blow up blow off top rally but i think right. it could be a nice rally like a month rally or something that nobody's expecting well i don't know what do you think the good, the good news is that uh, uh this has uh pushed maker uh, up to be one of the only seven or eight coins that are actually up in the last 24 hours because everybody's piling into maker and figures out of the wreckage of ust everyone to go back and buy die uh, and use die so uh, that's interesting. Uh, really interesting that um, CRO crypto.com's coin is up 1.86%. was down 20% on the week, but 1.86% in the last 24 hours. I don't know what the fuck Leo token is. They were the big, sorry, I was muted. They were the big main sponsor at the Formula One race. At, they were all over Miami Who? this week. Crypto.com. Oh, okay. So it could just be some exposure. They had big paddock promotion pen out there at like 30,000 a seat for um you know whatever at the race but i'm sure that they were whining and dining oh yeah their whole institutional desk was here i'm sure it's crazy so that could be it all right uh one more thing so speaking of centralized entity circle that is the fount that is usdc this is actually pretty interesting and i got into a little discussion with fubar on twitter about this today but he was basically calling them out. He said, this is gross. Why are you releasing products like this? And the reason he called this product gross is because his belief that it is it, it encourages permissioned crypto, right? So this is a, um, 
a decentralized identity tool for users that allows them to um, have all their personal information on their own machines stored and allows them to determine what protocols can access what information, whether it's name, email, social security number, whatever. And my point back to FUBAR was, look, I get where you're coming from that we really want totally permissionless, decentralized, non-KYC, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, protocols in the United States are going to buckle under the pressure for identification so they can tap into this market. And so when it's required, if there is a simple, easy way for users to protect their identity and provide it to protocols that have to have it for compliance, this to me looks like a really good solution. And I look, I'm no fan of USDC. Everybody knows that. But this is actually a, a strategically a smart move on their part. It's free. Anybody can use it. Anybody can build on it. It's open source. And it provides something valuable, I think, to end users for protecting their data, which is something that in general we need because we know that all of Web2 operates off of exploiting our data. So I actually think um, this is a good move by Circle. Um, and it's and there are other tools like this in the market, but I, I think this, uh, this tool has potential. Well, it fits into the... It fits into the other trend about, you know, a lot of these groups now are moving away from passwords, not yep. crypto space, but other spaces based upon, you know, a browser fingerprint, location, you know, your phone. I mean, you ever wonder how you can go to the airport now and you don't have to show ID, you just show the phone. Right. It just tells you how much the phone is your ID at this yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but anything that makes this easier with high security where people don't have to sit there and you know, worry about everything from seed phrases to, you know, doing it on an open browser somewhere. I mean, just things that make it kind of like we talked about a few years ago, the biological proof of identity. Yep. You know, where you have these different mechanisms that are going to be infrastructure plays around um, access and authentication and just makes it easier. You Absolutely. don't have to go through all the steps, everything from banks, you know, to uh, social media. Well, I'd love to see every website on the on the internet utilize my wallet for login, right? And then if I have something like this where I can choose what I reveal or don't reveal based on what I want access to in that system, that to me makes total sense. I love logging into websites in DeFi and and Web3, being able to do that and authorize it through my wallet. Uh, to me, that's phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. So I, th I think... Look, I think this is a solution. I don't think the pressure from regulators in the U.S. is going away. And I think that protocols that want to be in the U.S. market are going to need this. And, and of course, centralized exchanges need this. So it makes total sense. CoinBank backs Circle, so I know they'll be in on this. I saw Algorand is partnering and some others. So look, end of the day, this we need some way to make sure people are safe and protected while also uh, dealing with the fact that if you want to operate with U.S. customers um, and you are U.S. based, you're going to have to. Um, Your KYC AML stuff. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's funny. I saw just a little joke I wanted to share. It's a, it's a little thing. Someone says that uh, regarding Luna and UST, it's not a DPEG. It's quantitative easing. <laughs> That's funny as shit. I saw another one. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this one. Uh, uh, somebody, because you know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about, about uh, Doe saying, uh, uh, by my hands, die will die. Uh, 
So I want to see if I can find this. Uh, this yeah, I mean, I hate those. That's just so stupid, stupid. shit. It's that pompous ego shit. And it's all over DeFi. Don't get me wrong. It happens all over the place. I'm just personally going to bet on the protocols that are run by sensible, smart. Yeah. It, it reminds me of the, the playground stuff too. Like I remember when I was a kid, you know, you, he's basically saying, all right, die. I'm getting ready to punch you in the face. Exactly. And so if someone walks up to you on the playground and we were kids and said, oh, I'm getting ready to punch you in the face. What's the first thing you do? Punch him in the face first. <laughs> You know, exactly. so it's just the stupidest thing telegraphing your moves. Exactly. You're better off acting like you're not going to do anything and then do it behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. You know, so nobody knows. Take them out. But, you know, you don't go up and announce your move to the world. That's it's just the stupidest, most egotistical thing you could possibly do. Exactly. Anyway, I can't find the, the meme. It was funny as shit. I should have saved it. But whatever. It is what it is. Um, Joe, what else Doge. you got? I got some Doge stuff. Um, I saw that Doge WordPress is now websites now can take Doge. Like I guess opens up 433 million customers for them. Um, and then I've been thinking about like the Doge Twitter thing, you know, the in-app payments that Elon's talking about. I mean, I think it's probably better than 50%. He would go with Doge on that. Right. Um, so I'm kind of look, looking at that as much as I, have trashed dog coins forever of course you know there if, if this takes a meaningful drop here you know it might be a place to do something um because now wordpress if wordpress twitter what's doge looking like today uh, i think it's was at like 11 cents the other day but let's just all it takes is giving it utility and this thing's gonna explode as far as i'm concerned that's my read too i mean uh it's at point one eleven cents uh, so down 1.5% in the last 24 hours. Uh, well, 1.84% down, uh, 13.72% in the last seven days, 27.53% in the last 30 days. Um, I might do a little stacking just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Just because of the, look before the reason I hated these coins is because they really had, you know, it's straight up gambling. You know, you really are just betting on which way it's going to go. And what, a $14 billion market cap or something like that? What is it? Right. Yeah, 14.65. Um, you know, it just seems absurd. But now I'm like, if it's his favorite and Twitter and now WordPress, I mean, that's a pretty big friggin' use case. Totally WordPress agree. On, on its own. Um, so I might start picking some of that up is kind of what I'm thinking. About. Hey, it's cheap. Yeah, and it's 11 cents. So you can go in and if there's a dip, you know, if there's a big correction still coming, you might be able to get it for five or six cents. Yeah. Oh, that's so, true. I mean, that's when I start, you know, because my look, my belief is, you know, I know you share this is that you just look at the cycles. I mean, there's obviously cycles in these different coins. Yeah. But also we have the big macro overhang going on right now with, you know, the ending of the quantitative quantitative easing more to tightening inflationary you know war all of these things hanging over the market um, where i believe there will be a correction in s&p 500 i don't yep. know when i don't know how much it's probably going to be gradual like we've endured in this last since you know pumptober to now um i think it's going to be kind of like a little slide but every time the fed changes interest rates remember it's really about what 
uh, the people that value all these assets think interest rates is going to be. And so, you know, the little flurry was a lot of people were thinking it was going to be 75 basis points hike each time. And when he's locked, when Jay Powell locked in on 50, you know, that settles the street. But now everybody's like, okay, you know, we got a little money that day. And now we're thinking, what do we do next? And when's the next hike coming? So they're all anticipating that. Well, every time that hike occurs, it changes the cost of capital, which is, you know, part of the uh, valuation, um, you know, whether it's Black Shoals or anything else, you're really looking at that cost of capital number at pretty, it's a pretty significant hit right. when you come back to discounting cash flows back to a value. So the algorithms will reprice those stocks, what the true value is, and it's going to be lower. Just yep. because the the denominators um, going up, yep. So, you know that has to happen. So you want that to be orderly, not a panic. Yeah. And if we can hold this together, I mean, I think with, you know, the the May Day or the May 9th victory parade in Moscow, you know, it wasn't escalatory. It looks to me like everybody's trying to settle that down um, now at this point. Um, and the growth numbers are still there. Employment numbers are still there. Dollars getting stronger, which is going to affect import-export balances to the not good side for the U.S. You know, to me, I think things are kind of look like we could get through this in a way where it's not going to be a 0809 situation, um, and maybe not even a 2018, 2019 oh, situation. I agree, man. I forgot completely. Oh wait, did you see the meme? Which one? Karma's a bitch. <laughs> By my hands, die will die. <laughs> that is hysterical. Doe, there was actually some news yesterday. Um, uh, Polygon announced that they have been working with Meta for months. And that is part, they are the Instagram NFT foundations for Instagram is Polygon. So Polygon really? actually has a partnership with Meta, formerly Facebook um and are building this infrastructure for instagram so that to me gives me a nice little you know warm and fuzzy feeling about uh matic right about now well it's had a nice little run back up to what 90 90 cents yep i think uh 91.89 yeah up 5.92 percent in the last 24 hours yeah you know we love polygon or matic Yep. Um, always have, man. Ever since we rolled out on, well, what was that, like February of last year? The Doki Doki stuff going yep. to Matic. Yep. And that's when I first learned about other chains. Yeah. You know, in a way where I started using them. And it was like, holy shit, gas fees are like zero here. Yeah. You know, versus I think we were screaming about 40 bucks on Ethereum at that point. Yeah. You know, before Look, it went to 170. And as much as we all hate Meta, and, you know, yeah. that's a pretty much a universal truth, ex except that billions of people still use their product, Facebook, every single friggin' day. Um, Boomers. Uh, <laughs> and my wife. Um, I've never used it, ever. Oh, I used to use it a lot. Um, I don't anymore. I, I go in, you know, when I have to wish somebody a happy birthday or tell my tell the world how wonderful my wife is. Um, <laughs> uh the fact is they have billions of users. Yeah. And, and the fact is, is that Instagram is a great gateway for NFTs into crypto. And that yes. reach is 
absolutely gigantic. And and people were complaining to the guys at Polygon when they announced it yesterday. Dude, this is the worst fucking day to announce this. Like, you're not going to get the benefits from it, right? Because the bounce could have been much bigger if it was on an up day or at least a sideways day if they had waited to hold the announcement of the partnership. Uh, Polygon's response was, we we announce things every few days, so we can't, we don't, well, we just don't time I would go the other side on that too. I'm like, Look, you hold up and I use it to hold up on a down day. And then when the market stabilizes, everybody's like, holy shit, we forgot about that meta deal. Right. You know, and the Insta deal, basically. That's what I'd be calling it, the Insta deal. Insta deal, deal. yeah, exactly. Because um, that still has traction. Again, yeah. I don't use it, but um, I like, look, here's the play. Pop minting NFTs on Polygon is so much less expensive and less, you know, carbon impact than Ethereum. Yeah, the other one. So that's a win-win across the board. Absolutely. Now, I look. I, I think anything that will drive new users into experiencing any aspect of crypto is a positive thing. Yeah, absolutely positive. It's why I like the play to earn. It's why I like the exercise to earn. I like projects like Walkin because those drive users in. You know, one of the first things I told the Walkin guys was, "This is great, awesome concept. Now let's add DeFi to the interface." Right. Let's add in DeFi so we can expose people to simple aspects of financial freedom. And the beauty of getting people on Instagram to have NFTs and post them is is cannot be um, underappreciated. And here's the thing. Right? What, what's the next step? Do you start creating a marketplace there? Like, does Instagram become an NFT marketplace? I don't know how they'll deal with regulators and everything else, but the potential is tremendous. Today, it's just displaying your existing NFTs. But imagine influencers on that platform launching their own NFTs and selling them, or at least linking to sales on a Polygon-based um, NFT marketplace. Tremendous potential. Just absolutely tremendous. So I I'm, I, I think this has a, a, a ton of potential. I'm glad to see Polygon making those moves. It also tells me their biz dev team is fucking awesome. You know, they're, they're always making more deals. So I love that. And biz dev is community and biz dev are the critical components to success in this space. So, well, look, I could see now that we're just talking about this. I could see meta or Insta buying OpenSea. Sure. Another NFT platform on Polygon. I mean, that's yeah. the logical next move to bring a bunch of customers back into Insta. Exactly. No, that's Buy Rarible or one of the other ones that are cheaper. Yeah. I don't know yeah. who else is doing stuff on uh, Rarible, yeah, you said? I, I think Rarible's on Polygon. Is Foundation on Polygon? Don't know. More artsy. I don't know. Um, there was another thing I was going to say that um, so far this year, over another 3,008 Bitcoin ATMs have been installed since the beginning of 2022. Well, that's good 23 news. 23 a day. Um Looks like there's now almost 40,000. Yeah, that one. 40,000 um, Bitcoin ATMs around the world. That's amazing. I won't ever use one because the prices are always, you're always getting janked on the prices, but uh, it's still awesome that it's out there for people to get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know Bitcoin's been designated legal cash in Central African Republic as well. Yeah. C-A-R. I didn't know that. <clears throat> It was one other thing I picked up too that was Binance agreeing to an exclusive crypto sponsorship deal with the Brazilian Football Association. Uh -huh. 
So again, more, that's a big market, obviously. Yeah, just more and more permeation into the real world, man. Seeing mm -hmm. the brands, seeing what it can do, playing with it, buying NFTs, displaying NFTs, et cetera. It's just awesome. And Binance is also buying a local regulated exchange there, Simpal Investimentos. Wait, what the fuck is this headline? Dogecoin returns as most popular smart contract among whales? Yeah. Wait, I was wanting no... to look at whale stats I was thinking of because remember we looked at it, it was Shiba a couple weeks ago. It's not a smart contract though. Whoever wrote this article is an idiot. Oh, you know, <laughs> of course it is full of idiots. They've there. talked about, they've talked about adding smart contract capability to the chain, but it doesn't, it doesn't have it now. Okay. I'm sorry. Robinhood holds 40 billion. Wow. Yeah. Well, they're gearing that up for a pump and dump. There you go. There you go. Well, Joe, yeah. I think I think that's it for the day, buddy. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think that everything's, you know, holding up better than to be expected, honestly. Perfect. Um, I'm seeing some nice rallies. Doge is starting to move now that we're well, it's it's cranking up again. And I'm on I'm on a three minute candle, so yeah. Um let me see what BTC's looking like before we go. BTC looks like it's arcing up a little bit. UST is still at 97.2, but it's trending up. That's awesome. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. What's the U.S. stock market doing real quick before we go? It's up. Well, that's S&P 100. Hold on. Let's look at the full indexes here. And then we'll roll it. Well, Dow's off, you know, less three quarters of a percent. NASDAQ's up a tiny bit. Yeah, so it's a neutral day in my mind. Nothing big happening there. So let's hope tomorrow looks a little bit better. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. We love you. Please, if you get a chance, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, please subscribe, follow, et cetera, et cetera. Click the little bell in YouTube to make sure you get notified when new episodes come out. And we always appreciate a thumbs up or a comment or review. If you have any thoughts, questions, ideas, feedback, projects we should take a look at, please don't hesitate to uh, send me a DM on Twitter, B05Crypto. On Telegram, it's the same. And on Discord, it's B05Crypto, pound 2143. My DMs are open. We love you. We appreciate you, Joe. Have a great day. You too, buddy.